Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colson Smith, and as always, I'm joined by Jack P. Shepard. Ben Vronovsky. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on films. Now it is all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week we set a film for the other to watch, then we come into the studio and we talk about what we loved, hated and rated about the film. Now the beauty of our film club is that anybody can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home, then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought of the film. This week's film is The Deer Hunter, and it has been chosen by Jack. But before we get into talking all things The Deer Hunter, as always, what's been going on? Just before we start, you two have absolutely bullied me for the last half an hour. It's because when you open up with the podcast and when you're talking, you're saying your name, Hi, I'm Colson Smith. Me and Ben have only just realised you, you do a shimmy. You do a little dance move towards the mic. Dancing, five, six, seven, eight. Dancing, Colson Smith. Dance out, shimmy, shimmy, shoulder, shoulder, shimmy, shimmy. Yeah. When I don't s- think I'm doing it, though. But I noticed it, so I'd gone. I've, I'm laughing straight away. <laughs> then Jack, he's fine. Then out the corner of his <laughs> eye, he sees the ups upside your head, the shimmy, shimmy, yeah. he's gone. Then you've gone, I don't do it. And we're both which is going, even funnier. Which is even funnier. Yeah. So aside from the shimmying, yeah. what else has been going on? Well, it's been Valentine's Day, hasn't it? It has. It has. And to celebrate Valentine's Day, me and Hanny went up to the Lake District. Like you can stay in like those cabins that are like um like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Log cabin. Log cabin type. Wi-Fi, thing. Water. Well no. Jacuzzi. Outside the loo. Jacuzzi. Well, there's jacuzzi, there's hot tub. Log fire hot tub, right? Old school. But they, earth earth the, toilet. Well, the... Wipe your ass with some moss. They've tried, <laughs> they've tried selling it as though, do you want to go off-grid? Uh, yeah. Do you know what right. I mean? So it's, I get it. It's more rural than it is glamping. Yeah, it's like back to the 70s. Hello. <laughs> right, right, okay. Welcome, I mean. Welcome. Um, there's no internet. I mean, electricity's scarce. There's, Phone there's, signal? There's, Electricity nope. scarce. Yeah, there's not a lot. Like a kind there's, of like there's, there's not a lot it's of it. End of the world. There's yeah, not there's, a lot. There's not a lot of it. A TV, lot of it is like matches. Fifty p in the meter. Fire. TV. No, 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 no TV. There's Ooh. no sockets. Ooh, right. No phone charge. No phones are pointless. There's okay. no network. There's so not even a bar. There's there's nothing. So you're off. You're done. You're off. You're off. Right. So. There's running water now and again, but okay. it's, it's a lottery. Wow. It's a lottery. Yeah. It's a lottery. Can you see any other cabins? No, it's you. 
It's just you. So just basically one cabin, cabin in the woods. One cabin. Sounds you. creepy. Sounds creepy, but I like that. So how how do you get the keys? You follow a postcode, mm. and they're there when when you get there. Mm, so there's like, is, there's like there's like there's like a little is, is it like an airbnb well, it's similar yeah mm, yeah very so you turn up and there's like a lock thing and you yeah. do the code and you get your key and you're in so you're in there you're in there you've got candlelight so it's almost romantic but it's also like you say frightening it's perfect how, combination. how do you get the hot tub hot well fire this i've was, done that one. this this was the predicament the log one now we turned up at like half five six Too late for and the it's log getting one. dark and there's no street lamps i'm in the middle of a wood yeah. so it's pitch black so i'm using the torch on my phone yeah which, right i bet there's no not much battery left well no because i've used the sat nav to bloody get me up there yeah. anyway yeah. so now my, my sister's got a log fire hot tub yeah so I, i'm quite familiar with them yeah, right? yeah. It's, not, it's not your first it's rodeo. Not my first rodeo i know what i'm doing log wise but i'm in the rain oh not great on so logs. i've got a brolly but this hot tub it's different to my sister's so basically there's like a chute I have to open up like, yeah. the hatch. Yeah. And I have to drop. Yeah, I've done that one. I've done I have that to one. Drop logs down yeah. and kindling. Yeah. And hope it sort of catches. You light it at the very bottom. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't get my hands down. So I have to light it Ooh, above and then drop, drop, it. drop it down. And hope it doesn't blow out on its way down. Exactly that. And it's raining. Oh, I could get down. The, Was there not take, another no, hat? No, it takes, sure? ages, it takes ages to get the hot water. About four, three, four hours. Yeah. Yeah. So but you're not getting in the hot tub till 10 p.m. I can't yeah. even get the They've fire going. They've got no clocks, so they don't know what time no, it is. I can't even get the fire going. Right? Ooh. So I'm trying to sort of light this kindling in my hand while sort of craning my neck to Bro, hold on to the brolly yeah. to stop the water yeah. from, from dousing out the flames. Yeah. Right? So I'm holding fire in my hands and dropping it and hoping that it sort of catches. Then I'm dropping kindling down so that it ignites a bit more yeah. before I can put a log down. I'm thinking, there's got to be a simpler way. Surely. And there was, <laughs> I found like a bottle of like, um, light, spirit, spirit, like risky. fuel, risky, risky business. I'm thinking just as I'm pouring the lighter fluid down, of course, I've got a little bit oh, of flare. No. It comes back up. It comes back up. Eyebrows. Eyebrows. Brolly. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> right. And then the flame goes in the bottle. And what's it do? Well, Blows up. Well, I had to drop the whole fucking thing in. The whole thing went in, and then it goes up like it goes up like it's fifth of November. You're lucky you didn't. Set I'm the lucky. Hot, I, exactly, I am. I am. I'm lucky. I've still got my face. So it blew up in your hand. Yeah. Oh wow, that's so dangerous. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. And also, because you're in the what I should have done is is obviously douse the thing. Yeah. Put that. Yeah. The, put the light fluid down before yeah. I started oh, so dropping the match. You set it on fire. Then while there was a, exactly. Like the fucking Christmas cake. Exactly, exactly. So what's your girlfriend, like, what's she done when you've nearly... She's inside, tro- she's, she's trying oblivious. to get the fire going inside. Did you get it going I in did the in the end, of course I did in the end. And I bet it was hot quickly. No, no, it still takes four hours. There's a good trick that someone had, went, leaf blower, put the leaf blower in the tube and it makes that fire go oh, really... Yeah. Pushes it like bellows. Yeah, what? Why pick a log fire hot tub? Eco. And you're not with electricity. And yeah, and they, they are the better, better and cleaner because the water is your water. It's not like it's yeah. You're not swishing around in someone else's filth. 
yeah, it's it's clean water. Yeah, it's clean water. Yeah, it's clean yeah, all, all the time. Yeah. It's just a pain because it takes ages to get warm. Yeah, but once it's going, it's too fucking hot, if anything. Yeah, you get, <laughs> you get, can't yeah, get you can get a bit boiling. Yeah, and you have to come out. But that was that. And then the toilet was a little bit weird. It was, it was, it was, it was like shit down a hole type thing. Toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, but it was, I mean, it was, it was, I mean, I thought it was interesting. Would you do it again or would you go more for the glamping side next time? No, I, I probably would do it again. Glamping's quite hard, though. I like glamping. If it's raining or it's cold. Yeah. No, when I say glamping, you don't feel the rain. Glamping, even if it's a tent, it's a solid structure tent. Like yeah, a Yeah, no, well, I've been in that. But you wake up in the morning, still cold. It's still a bit like being outside. Even in the summer, you're a bit like, oof. In the summer, it's too hot. At night. Coles, what have you been up to? The, the cube. Oh, what is that like? What's the key? I thought about doing this. What is it? Right. You know that ITV show with Pip Schofield? <laughs> oh, yeah. He does the cube, doesn't he? Yeah. So the cube. It's now. Oh, yeah. It's... Well, you can do it. You yeah. can do it. What do you mean you but do Manchester, it with Pip? Hear me out. Hear me out. It's now in Manchester City Centre. It's in the Arndale. Oof. <laughs> yeah. See, that's that was my reserve. You Jack. Nightmare. So, so much fun. And I think we should do it, but I think we should do it on a Tuesday. <laughs> at about 11am because I did it Saturday night and it's basically a bar and the live entertainment in the bar is the cube it's you so oh, no. there's 12 pods no. there's 12 games and you only do 7 and it sends you to a different game every time you complete one and obviously mm. fucking Craig Tinker's trying to do the cube with his mates on a Saturday night mm. so you get loads of grief actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be after a while and there's five games how do they games. reset them how do they reset the balls and everything each one's got a cube master oh and then he resets them cube master well or you reset it yourself don't you I don't know. There was one game where you had to balance things mm. on top of one another whilst yeah. one person held it. Yeah. So, like, that, if it falls, you reset yourself. Oh, I see, I see, I see, But then the one that was really hard... The thing is, we'd go, and I just know from knowing you two, you'd watch it and you'd go, oh, piece of piss, piece of piss, and then you're it in, in there. And then it in. There's we'd, have one, to, we'd have to go and... It, look, if they're listening, we'll go and do it, but... Make sure it's shut. (laughs) (laughs) There's one, yeah, that was basically just stepping over three metal rods, yeah? But you blindfolded. At different heights, blindfolded. Oh, the crack on the shin. Didn't do it. Three attempts, didn't do it. No. Hit it every time. You can't hit it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've knocked it off every time. Uh, That's hard. Yeah. That's hard. What did you win? You get out. If if you get <laughs> ten thousand points, which is yeah. the most you can get, yeah. which they've been opened over a year yeah. and it's been achieved twice, yeah. you win a free game and a bottle of champagne. Oof. What's a free a free game in the queue? Oh. Yeah, you get to go again. Oh, oh, we've just done it. I had a great time. It was a really nice evening. I want to do it again, but I would do it literally disguised. Could we do full mask? Could we do it three full masks? <laughs> but <on> but <laughs> but you wear a mask in some of the games. Mask on mask, hard. I, <laughs> I took my mask off and everyone was stood there filming me. I was like, oh, oh God. Like it's the real key. Even more anxious now. Yeah. Can, you, can you still go on the real key? I don't think it exists anymore. Oh, doesn't it? I liked it. Mo Farah won, didn't he? Did he? He won it. Did he? See, it's hard to tell because we like the Crystal Maze, don't we? Love that. Yeah, that, that was, was great. Good. That was yeah. great. But that's just you and your gang going round. There's no one yes, else there. Exactly. Yeah. You can't now, be seen. 
We could redo Crystal Maze, but it'd be hard to do as three of us. We might need to borrow some more mates. It's the teams of nine, isn't it, Crystal Maze? Is it? Yeah. I've only done it once with you. You've done it a couple of times, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Explain Crystal Maze, Ben. You get four different... Is it four Aztec? Aztec. Medieval. Sub-something. Future. Future, yeah. And then... Medieval. And it's submission or something. Is it? No, hmm. sub... Something. It's the water. It's really one. good because whoever is a Crystal Maze master, like yeah. Richard, Richard O'Brien, O'Brien yeah. from Rocky Horror, yeah, whoever does that because he was brilliant at hosting. It's really quite good. They lead yeah. you through it, don't yeah. they? You've got, you've got two minutes yeah, yeah, to do yeah, this, yeah. and then you get locked in. I thought that was really good value and good fun. Yeah. I'd happily do that again. Yeah. again I don't think group. I want to be watched by a bar full of people. No. I mean, I did it 5.30 Saturday night. Oh, oh God. Raucous. Well, I, I was thinking, surely it's going to be a private thing. But it's where that bar is. It's I, in the middle it, of the Arndale Centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is Manchester's city centre's shopping centre. It's a bit like, you know, when you go skiing and there's yeah. a ski slope bar, yeah. it makes perfect sense for people to watch. Yeah, yeah. And it makes perfect sense because not everyone wants to play. But everyone but, wants to watch Craig Tinker fall down yeah. the ski slope. Literally, yeah. Yeah. That's that's how it felt anyway. And, and like I say, three games in, absolutely fine. And I got my mojo and it was like, right, let's try and win. Yeah. And we didn't win. But... <laughs> Ben, what have you been doing? Oh, my daughter's got a bed. You know you can get... Um, Ikea, Ikea? No, I don't know what they make. I don't I don't do the negotiation of what's bought. Um, Flat pack. I don't know how they do it, but it goes in the door. But you don't get a mattress with it. And I said, don't worry, I'll get the mattress. Have you ever seen one of those mattresses that comes in a box? An Emma. Yeah, yeah, and they're sealed. Airtight, rolled up. They're, right, they're sealed. So you can Jack. get it upstairs. So it's completely rolled, yeah. like a little tortilla thing. Yeah. And you take it upstairs, and you can get it in the room, then you open it up. And it goes And it goes, and it goes massive. massive, right? So I've got it upstairs. I, I said to the lads who delivered it, I said, don't worry, I'll do it. I'll take it upstairs, whatever. I took it upstairs. And then I'm like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to take the box... So it's wrapped in plastic, and then below yeah. it is it's in a plastic envelope. But you have to take the plastic off first. And you have like a knife, knife. don't you? To, yeah. But the knife's a safety knife. Yeah. So I've taken the box out, and then between my daughter's room and then this hall is a tiny little vestibule bit. And I'm thinking, I'll do it here, and then I can take it to her room. I've nicked the thing. I've nicked the envelope. And it's open. It starts to open. And I do the, the full Augustus Gloop squashed against the fucking wall. <laughs> I go, it goes, shh. And I went, oh, shit. Smashed against the fucking bed like that. I'm trapped with a mattress now. Half in, half out. And I'm trapped. I go, help me. Help me. Because it's a double mattress. Yeah. And it blows, full blows yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. No one came. No. No. It's hard to get a mattress upstairs, isn't it? Yeah. So you have to buy a flat pack mattress, basically. I've got one of those NASA mattresses. Oh, yeah. What are they called? Uh, Tempura. Then. Yeah. Temper. I've got, yeah. Tempura is the stuff you get <laughs> the starter, isn't it? Tempura <laughs> board. You've got, got, you've got temp- a deep fried mattress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. the Tempura on the top. Oh, right. So it's like a, a normal layer mattress. Top. A layer temper, of tempor- temper mattress. Temper mattress when I went top. mattress shopping, I went to this mattress place in Cass, yeah, of all of places. Mattress World. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, and it, but, it, but it literally has a name like Mattress World or something. And I went, this mattress is for like seven and a half grand in oh, Cass yes. with llama fucking wool. Yeah, properly, it, I think if you get one like... Yeah. 
Because they're handmade. Those good ones are handmade. Like, yeah, you, and they were like, you'll never have to have another mattress again. And Bullshit. I was like, I, I won't be able to get it downstairs. It'll have to stay in the house when I sell <coughs> You'd it. You'd have to sell it with the house, really. Yeah, you, you don't got... have to turn this one over that I've got. Well, that's good. You know, like Why do you have to turn you, them over? Where every, you like, meant to what, turn what them it? over. Every three months, you, you don't turn, turn them the, uh, You don't turn Emma's over. You don't, you don't turn it over. You're meant to turn them round. They said don't do fucking anything to it. Here's a new one for you. Talking about beds, right? Who's got a duvet? Hands up. Yeah. Right. Well, Simon Simon says duvet. duvet. Everyone in the radio now. Like, my wife said, "I think I found a different kind of duvet." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's wool. It's not feathers. It's wool." Right. So it's I quite heavy. Duvet's wool. No, the feathers. Oh, that'd be heavy. Yeah, be... but it doesn't puff puff up. It doesn't like yeah. shush up. I think yeah. mine's wool. No, mine's it's flat. An... Completely flat. Mine's thin. Mine's an Emma duvet as well. Oh, it might be wool. Yeah. Has, no, has Alex been on Emma just buying it? No, every... no, no. This is from an English brand, which is like Eco, which is like wool from these sheep. And then they flatten it. And then they put it in the thing. And they said it, oh, it's really warm. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm not so sure. Go ahead. Boiling. Absolutely boiling. It's mint. My mum and dad have gone same as Jack, yeah? NASA. Yeah. And <laughs> they've got the matching duvet, yeah? Oh, yeah. And NASA the duvet... duvet Tempura, Tempura duvet. Tempura duvet, yeah. yeah. And it's got a hot side and a cold side. For one side in summer, one side in winter. This, this duvet I got, I don't. you can't call it a duvet, whatever it's called, it comes in two. So you join it, so my wife's got hot and I've got medium. There you go. Isn't that good? It's brilliant. I was like... A nightmare when you've crossed it over at middle of the night, isn't it? And you're you all find out you've got nothing, nothing <laughs> yeah. there. But brilliant, there we go. Well, the other thing we all had to do this weekend was we had to sit and watch a film. Now, because Jack's got a lot of free time at oh, the moment, yeah, he decided was... we could watch a film that was three hours and, I had to and do, 15 minutes I had minutes to do The long. Sunday Panic. It's yeah. a big one. I mean, when did you actually think we were going to get time to watch this film? It's giant too. <laughs> it's, it's Are you giant. just picking the longest films to make it so inconvenient for me well, and look, Ben? I've fallen into that category, haven't I? Of like, you know, your Daenerys, yeah. your Godfathers yeah. and, and all that. And sadly, Sadly, the runtime for them is big. Pick, um, so why are classics so much longer once than upon a, a time film? in America? Don't pick that. Oh, God. Right now, this is very interesting. I'm about to hit you with a bit of a fact here. Michael Cimino, who directed this, went on to direct Heaven's Gate, which was the biggest flop there'd been, and it bankrupted the studio. And after that, the studio said, "We only want blockbusters." And then that's why, into the eighties and nineties, you got these huge blockbuster films, which all came in in about an hour and a half. Because they wanted a dead fire hit. Because films, right. they were putting so much into films and not getting the results this, back. The Deer Hunter must have was massively over budget. Before you get into stat off, yeah, yeah. Jack series seven. I hope you've been practicing in your time. Oh, I haven't. Let's, let's have it. You've let's got have a your first synopsis. Go here. You can go two ways here. You I could, think you could, could either go. Ways. We all need to go to bed and wait, mm. or you just go. Let's have it. I'm a bit nervous for what you're about to say. Okay. I think I'm going to start off strong. It's going to go muddy and I'm going to pick it up. <laughs> oh, like, I'm going to you've tell got you a good now. ending. Yeah. Let's go. All right, let's let's go. have it. Okay. 1978, The Deer Hunter follows a group of steel workers from Pittsburgh? Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yes. Pennsylvania, America. And they're all close friends and they're going off to the Vietnam War. What happens during the war changes them for life 
and when they come back to America, they're not all the same. I'm getting out. That's done. Get out. Get out. Very good. Mm. Best. You know done. what? Yeah. Best synopsis you've yeah. done. So yeah, there we go. The deer hunter. Now. I don't know when to hit you with this fact, but I don't think Jack even knows this Well, you're this going fact. straight off. I'm going straight <laughs> You're off. straight in. Because you're blowing your load early. <laughs> you are going early. I'm going early, but I think it's worth bearing in mind. Be interesting. Robert De Niro wasn't the first choice. Someone dropped out, walked away from the film, spent months preparing it, was one of the biggest box office stars of that time, was in a movie picture deal with Warners, was it, I think, who made it, and... He dropped out and he went and did a movie and you're not going to believe the movie he did. So who do you think, who I of that time, we know it, we've done the film. Yeah. Harrison Ford. No. I'll give you a clue. It's the reason we have summer blockbusters. Jaws. Yes. Lead guy in Jaws. I don't know who it is. Roy Schneider. So he did Jaws massive. Yeah. He's a name. So the deer hunter will get the budget... On his name. Yeah. Loves the script, works So is he a it. bigger name than De Niro? At that time, yeah. A different, different name. De Niro's 33 in this film. That's something like that, I don't know. But he'd won... What did he do He'd done, done The Godfather, hadn't he? Yeah. He'd just done that. Big name, but different. Whereas Roy Schneider is like box office. Okay. Nailed on. Yeah. He drops out, two weeks to go, De Niro comes in and goes, I'm in. Love it. So the movie's gone a different way, which obviously now we look at that movie and go, mint. Roy Schneider drops out. Studio go, yeah, you still need to make a film. Mm. You can't not make a film. He drops out The Deer Hunter and guess the film that he makes? Jaws 2. (laughs) (laughs) So he leaves The Deer Hunter, the five-time Oscar-winning film, and does Jaws 2. I read that, I was like... What a stat. What a thing you must look back on when that movie came out and went, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I had that. That was mine. And then De Niro took it, and of course it changed. We didn't change it, but I mean... but it's... It's it's a film. It's it's a film. We're not watching Jaws 2, are we? No, we're not. You say this is a film. This is up there. This is one of your classics. This is one of your showstoppers, yeah? I think for me, when I watched it as a kid, when I watched it from an acting perspective... And I think all the performances are so real-like. There's a massive arc to them, Mm. all the character performances. De Niro's, Walken's, and even Merrill's. I really liked their performances as actors in it, and the direction as well. I'll tell you one thing that I noticed. The scale. Now, I think I talk about this in these the big old-school films. Genuinely, I'm not quite sure you get it anymore. But those wedding scenes, Mm. the amount of extras, Mm. they're all singing in time. Mm. They're all dancing in time. To the point of... like a Godfather wedding, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. but to the point of the the attention to detail of the two old couple sat at the table not taking part. Like... Mm. You know all those extras thought they were really attending a wedding and they all brought uh, real gifts. Oh, really? (laughs) They've gone to a wedding of someone they don't know. (laughs) Well, they knew they were getting hired... To be in this film, but they, they thought it was they a kind wedding. of thought we were a wedding. I get you. Yeah, they were all sort of like locals. I thought that there were some really nice moments in the barn. You see an extra bar in the barn. They're yeah. obviously full in the chat. Full they were, yeah, and yeah. they they were all really really. But that's good. the point, I suppose, that I was trying to make is after that, it's a golden age because you don't get that now. You don't get that level of wedding. Well, it's a forty-five minute wedding. Yeah. yeah, and I think one thing that's different 
from us three, we watch films differently to how a lot of people watch films. So people at home will have just watched this and gone through the wedding. Whereas when we're watching it, we're doing stuff like watching the extras. And when it's the song, You're Just Too Good To Be True, and he starts singing, I'm looking round because I want to see someone getting it wrong. So I'm listening to the songs, then watching which extras go in, when they shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faultless. Faultless. But also what's interesting is, feels to me like they've got no one going, oh, do that again exactly how you did it. They've just gone, fuck it. You're in the wedding, do what the fuck you want. Have some free drink. We're just going to film around you. Even when like they're having a fight or they're doing the other stuff, they're in that moment, aren't they? It's a big scale of things. And then you kind of grasp the idea that after the wedding, three of them, am I right? Three of them are off to Vietnam Mm. to fight in the war. Mm. And they kind of have this trip, don't they? As boys, the boys go away for one last hunting trip before they go to Nam. The hunting trip, obviously, I thought was the film, okay? Because the film's called The Deer Hunter. We're an hour into this point, so I'm thinking, well, the hunting trip is obviously the film. The actual deer hunting is only about 10 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, I was assuming this was the film. Mm. So I'm like, where's this going? And then... We're in Nam. It's interesting how he cuts it, because it's three acts of a film, isn't it? And Mm. they're very definite cuts. First two hours 20, flew. To say it's a big film, 2.20 flies by. And I will give you that. I was like, I am into this. So you're talking about the last act? Yeah. You're talking about when they come back from Nam. Yeah. 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 So when he's in Vietnam... It gives you that bit of... You settle into the film. You've got 20 minutes settling into the mm. film, yeah? Great scene in the bar. When you they need- all sing, you're just too good to be yeah. true. Yeah. Great. I'm, I'm in. It's music. Yeah. Yeah. Then you've got the wedding. The wedding, it's a bit long, but it keeps but it's you. Good, yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Then you're going on the hunting trip. Now this is a film. Then you're in Nam. That's good. The Vietnam bit yeah. is good. Yeah. You know, they, they, they've been caught, haven't they? They've been yeah. helped. You know, they've obviously got separated from each other. The thing is with the Vietnam thing is it still comes in halfway through vietnam so they've seen some shit already they've, yeah they've all, haven't they yeah, yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean yeah they're all wounded yeah, yeah. They bump they've already back, been fighting they, yeah they bump back into yeah. de niro's character and he yeah. almost doesn't recognize yeah. them yeah and they're like uh mike 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 yeah. and he's like completely gone yeah. and then they all get captured and then they have to yeah. try and are we going to get out of this or are we just going to die yeah. what we so talk about the the capturing yeah Basically, they've got this sort of wooden shack on the river, and the prisoners... It's suspended. They're below... In, in a pit, in, but in can a, breathe. Yeah. Filled up with water, and there's rats and everything in there. And above the pit yeah. is a kind of, almost like an office, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's it's the enemy, isn't yeah. it? The, the, um, the Viet Cong, yeah. they're in there, and they're basically pulling the Americans out one by one, and they're forcing them to yeah. play Russian rule. Yeah. For pure entertainment purposes. It seems that way, yeah. And it seems like whatever happens, everyone in that pit is going to die Eventually, because they're yeah. just going to keep playing until Russian roulette themselves. until they die. I suppose I thought about this because there was this bit of contention to whether that ever happened, whether this kind of thing It was a moment happened. of history or not. <laughs> it was a moment of history or not. And I also think that you need something so shocking, so quick, so monumental that as an audience member, you've gone through a bit of what they've gone through to understand the last act. Yeah. To understand that Green Beret sitting at the bar, yeah, yeah, not yeah, wanting yeah, to yeah. talk to them, then when they come home, De Niro not wanting a party for him, 
He doesn't take his uniform off once, does he, when he comes home? That's all he's got. Proud as punch. Probably he's... all he's got. Yeah, yeah, but it's not sort of certain whether that whether actually took place or not. Yeah. in the Vietnam War, whether they were forcing people to play Russian roulette. Apparently it never happened, but the problem with this film is it depicts it in the film and then a lot of the Americans and a lot of, you know, everybody who's seen the film believes that's what went yeah. on. Yeah. Well, De Niro's character kind of works out the master plan of breaking them free from this said game, doesn't he? He asks for more bullets, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, to up the stakes and then he realises he can take them on. Yeah. And he does break them out and it kind of get out of Vietnam, isn't it? They go along the river and they get discharged on medical grounds, etc., etc. That was the best scene, I think, walking in the hospital for me. See, this is where I'm confused. So, we're back in Pennsylvania. Michael's back. Michael has seen Nick alive. Then Michael goes back. Why doesn't Michael let on to Nick's fiance? That Nick's alive. Is Michael trying to shag Nick's fiance? Yeah, I think Meryl he Street, is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is because he has always fancied. No, he didn't say. He I didn't, don't think he says he's dead. No, he didn't say he's dead. He said he's just there. I just can't get him back. It's not he's dead. No, because he wouldn't go back for him. And then obviously he sees that he's been sending the money to that other mate. He he works out where the money's come from. Yeah, he, goes he goes back, back. to Vietnam to get him back. Mm. I just don't get why he didn't bring him home in the first he place. He didn't want to come back. Do they ever have that encounter? No. Well, he goes after him, doesn't he, and he's shouting his name. And he can't, he, he doesn't stop And him. then also, I suppose it's... But at that point, Nick Nick hasn't completely gone insane then, has he? It's like that's Nick's first night in Vietnam. He goes in to yeah. the Russian roulette, yeah. doesn't he? Christopher yeah. Walken. Yeah. Because the guy sort of like says, come and have a look, come yeah. and have a look. And he goes and has a look. And you can tell he doesn't agree with what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, he doesn't like it. Because he grabs it. the gun, he goes to shoot the guy and it clicks. Yeah. And then he goes to blow his own. He's like, oh, yeah. we're playing those yeah. silly games type thing. Yeah. Fucking De Niro sat there as a punter watching it. Yeah. Enjoying it. You know, it's like pot kettle But black. I suppose <laughs> it's that thing of, yeah, I suppose I took that as that's their collective trauma. They don't understand anything else. They've been in war so long, they don't understand being normal it paints the picture very well of the fact they're traumatized and the fact that they've really been through something and obviously the russian roulette is kind of that constant reminder and it is the thing of like that that, that nick is almost lost isn't he, he he's lost in himself yeah he's, he's, he's edgar's done yeah yeah where he can't recognize his own friends in front of him anymore he'd lost that moment when they played with their lives so we've got nick in Saigon, yeah? Yeah. In the city, yeah. on a mad one, pretty much. We've got Michael back at home. Who's in hospital? Steve, is it Steve? Yeah. Who is the one who got married? Yeah. Michael goes to see Steve, doesn't he? He um, won't come home. And his wife's concerned and basically need, he wants to take him home. And Steve says to Michael, as my wife sent you because she keeps sending me all these letters, he opens a drawer, wadfuls of cash... And he's like, well, this hasn't come from his wife. And he puts two and two together there, that he Nick's says it, alive. He says, he says it's from Nick. Yeah, he knows exactly what's going on. So Michael kind of takes Steve home and heads himself back to Vietnam. Mm. De Niro s- says that was the saddest scene in the film for him when he goes into that hospital to yes. see Steve with no... He's yeah. lost his legs, hasn't he? lost it? his legs, yeah. So your favourite scene, Steve in hospital, while no, Nick in hospital? No, my favourite scene is walking in hospital. Why? I'm asking his name. I think it's the moment he won the Oscar because you see the complete trauma on his face. 
He can't handle any of it. For me, Walken and Streep are the heart of the film. Mm. And De Niro's good. He's fine. He is what you're seeing the film through. Your eyes are through De Niro's eyes. But for me, Walken's transformation when he's in that hospital is extraordinary. And he cries and he can't remember his parents' date of birth. I think that, for me, was the bit where I thought he's won the Oscar for that. Usually, if you win Best Supporting Actor or Actress, usually it comes down to one scene, doesn't it? That's what they usually Because you're not getting much time. No. See, the Linda character really threw me because I couldn't just get the whole Nick and Michael situation. Like, one minute she's, like, dancing with Michael getting close to like kissing him and then Nick says do you want to marry me and she says yeah it's like well it's him getting close to her yeah I think Streep's pretty clear she loves Nick but then she kisses Michael on the lips when he comes out I think that's a friendly like a welcoming I don't think that's uh, I don't think I don't think she's having a go see I never got that clear line from her being like no it's Nick she was actually going out with John Cazell which is who you know the guy who hasn't got the boots in the the bit when they go why is he not there at the end he's not at the funeral he is. Is he? Yeah, he is. I didn't think he was there at the end. Yeah, he is. He died shortly after this film because he was dying of lung cancer and he was going out with Meryl Streep. He's the actor that plays Fredo in uh, Godfather, Al Pacino's brother who double-crosses him. Yeah. Remember, he's yep. the same actor. Yeah. He's only ever done five films And he's won an Oscar career. for all five. No. They are all they've won, they've yeah. won all of them were nominated for best film yep. at the Oscars and he only ever did five films but this is his last film he died shortly after and all of his scenes had to be shot first because he was that poor because he was dying yeah, yeah he, 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 he didn't have long left wow. so he agreed to do the film he wanted to do the film and when the studio found out well, why are we, why are we shooting all these because they didn't know yeah. that he was dying only the director and himself and a, a few close others knew like Meryl and De Niro but the studio says why are we shooting all this arts why are we doing? and then that's when they had to say well it's because thing and they wanted to pull the plug the studio they wanted to recast and get somebody else in because they couldn't then couldn't insure, get insure him, him yeah for the film yeah which is when De Niro stepped in and said, I'll insure him. So he put the money up himself so that they could keep John Cazale in the film because Meryl was going to walk if he wasn't in the film. Wow. And everybody was going to like pull the plug and say no. So De Niro says, I'll put the money up so the insurance is covered. We'll carry on. We'll do it this way. And then the studio was happy with that. And then that was it. Mm, wow. Mm. Big fact. Jack's big fact. <laughs> Question for you two. <laughs> First time he watched it, when they go back to Vietnam and they're going to play each other at Russian roulette. That that sort of like end sequence. Who did you think were going to die? I thought De Niro was going to... Spoiler. I thought De Niro was going to die. I don't know why. Because it would have made no sense for De Niro to die. But I, I really, thought it was going to be that well, they, I, they, they're I, both lost. I've gone to different bits. What's interesting about the film is, as I've watched it through my life... I was in a different bit now. So the Russian roulette and the Vietnam bit didn't really interest me this time. What really interested me was the last act. We paused it, me and my girlfriend, because it's a big film, yeah. it? so you have to pause and get a cup of yeah. tea break yeah. in between. Yeah. And we paused it at roundabout. They've, they've done the first act. They've done the hunting trip. They've done Vietnam round one. And now Michael's come home. Yeah. So yeah. we've paused it. Similar there. time right, to me. Right, 40 okay. to go. Yeah, yeah, 2.20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And she said, I'm going to have a guess at what the ending is now. 
Yeah. And I went, okay, let's yeah. let's see how good you are. Yeah. And she went, he's going to come home, De Niro, and he's going to start a love affair yeah. with Meryl Streep. Yeah. They're going to get close and like fall in And love. then Nick's going to come and back. And then Nick's going to come back, Yeah. right? See, see that something's going to go on and then they're going to go up and have a deer hunting uh, and he's gonna kill him. And he's going to kill him. In the mountains. Hey, that'd have been good. That'd have been good. I thought I went not bad. That I went not far off. Good. You're not far not off. Not bad. Interesting. Yeah. When he goes on his second hunting trip after getting back from Nam, he's yeah. terrible, isn't he? He's all over the place. He's terrible. He? He's lost his shot. He's lost his calmness. And they're like, "What, Michael? Even you didn't get to it?" He was like, "No." He deliberately doesn't. He del- shoot yeah, he deliberately doesn't. Oh, why? Because he sees the beauty in the deer. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. I just thought he'd lost his head in arm. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, <laughs> I, I, so I, I, I did the not deer, get The deer, the buck deer whatsoever. he's looking at, that amazing deer is stopped. Yeah. And it is an amazing specimen of a deer. And there's a point where he then realises, why shoot the beauty? You know when filming that scene, it was an elk that they were using. Oh, really? Yeah. They couldn't get the deer to stop yeah. and look because... If there's too many yeah. humans about, it's yeah. not gonna. It's just yeah. gonna. It's just gonna bolt. So all day they're trying, and the deer's not looking anywhere. Yeah. It's like moving about and moving. All of a sudden, the, the deer's quiet, and they wanted the deer to look towards yeah. camera, and <laughs> it's not doing anything. And one of the crew members got bored and yawned, and suddenly the deer's like eyes like looked up and like looked towards like the yawn. And luckily, the guy <laughs> yawning was next to camera. So they got, got the shot. So the director was about to go fucking mental at the guy yawning and he got the, and shot. He got the shot based on that. Yeah. yeah, so that's the moment where he's come full circle. He realises the brutality of what he used to do and stops. But yeah, I, I genuinely thought it was going to be De Niro that died. But when Nick died, I was like, yeah, makes it, that's what makes sense for the film. But I was like, the way this is going... Surprised he died before. I mean, crikey, how long have you got? Russian roulette for He's months. very good at it. So... When I googled the deer hunter, the big thing that came up was that De Niro mm. for the last game, so no, Nick versus Michael it wasn't for that one. It was you know when they're on the deer hunting. Oh, and he trip, threatens him with a gun, and he threatens John. Yeah, Cazale and he fires the gun in and the he air. Fires the gun in the air. It's a live round. Oh, De Niro said, "Let's put a live round in the chamber to up the angst." But that fact makes you think it's the Russian roulette game, doesn't it? Yeah. So when he puts the gun yeah. to John Cazell... John Cazell knows there's a live round in He there. knows there's a live round in the gun, but before each take, he made sure it wasn't next in the chamber. <sighs> so when it goes click, that's the empty one, and then the next one is a live one, which he holds up to the ceiling and the roof and fires. But there was a live round in the gun. <sighs> But I mean, what, that's method and method. What's what's the point in that? Yeah, I think you've got to slide in with a bit of acting there. I yeah, suggest usually. So then we're back in the bar. It's a funeral. Someone gets the coffee. Someone gets the eggs. He yeah. starts crying, making scrambled eggs. Don't I he? felt sorry for him. Yeah, so I did really I. felt sorry for him crying because he's yeah. crying alone. Yeah. He goes away to, to cry, cry. Yeah. and he's obviously held it together for the entire yeah. day. It's an omelet. and that's like the. Post wake wake, isn't it? That, yeah. but weirdly, they're in breakfast. I found the sort of the patriotic singing to God Bless America at the end, but it's li- not, isn't it? It's a little bit weird, it's ironic. See, I don't think it is. I think, it I, is. think I think they're all thinking God Bless America. No, I think it's De Niro's ironic. character is, I think it's ironic. That's how I take it. 
They're all shattered. That, yeah. Like, you know, Steve's got no limbs and didn't, you know, all those things. They lost their friend. Mm. Well, that's the three-hour film done. Let's take a quick 30 seconds, have an ad break, and then we'll come back with our ratings. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ratings, Jack. You start us off. Me first. Primetime, De Niro. All around this time, he's done Taxi Driver, Godfather Part I don't think he's the best in it. It's that era. Oh, yeah, yeah, it? look, look. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're banging the middle of that. You yeah, are. Raging Bull. Could, yeah, yeah. You know, he was knocking them all out. Because he I has felt that sorry hat for on. walking after this. Why? Because I feel like De Niro got Scorsese and Walken didn't, Walken didn't have his director. I think people struggle to place Christopher Walken. De Niro placed himself into that role where I think Walken faltered a bit afterwards. Couldn't mm. really find his place in movies. But yeah, it's prime. It is that absolute in the centre, you're right. I love the direction in the film. John Williams did the soundtrack as well. Random, yeah. really? Yeah, did he did, did the did score, yeah. Did it um, You know, the little guitar, yeah. yeah, all those little melodies, really, really beautiful. I really like the acting. It's one of her first films, isn't it? Yeah. Meryl Streep. Yeah. I think De Niro saw her on stage in New York doing a play, and he said, that's her, she's, yeah. she's got to be in the deer on her. I love the opening, and as long as the wedding is, I'm with you, Coles. I really like it, because I think there's a lot to see. It is long, but I'm in it. Mm. The sudden change from them hunting deer to them then being hunted is nice. I just think it could have been maybe done better in the editing suite. I feel like I've lost some scenes that could have been told well, it better. goes from Pennsylvania to them bombing a field in Vietnam. Yeah, I, which is fine, but I, I don't know. It's just It seems like they've, they've just sort of jumped a few chapters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're right at the end of the war. Now we're out of the war. Yeah. And then we go back, and I don't know. I feel yeah. like it's a three-hour film, and there's not a lot of plot in it. It's just all about 
them as friends in a way and then what they're like when they get back, which is fine. But then you can do that in two hours. I don't know where it warrants a three hour. Just from watching it, re-watching it now, yeah. I just think that some of it could have been trimmed. Yeah. And yeah, some of yeah. it could have maybe been told a little yeah. bit better in yeah. that trimming uh, yeah. sequence. Yeah. yeah. So I think it probably could have lost half an hour, 40 yeah. minutes or something, yeah. and we wouldn't have known. Yeah. But other than that, I think it's very good. I'm going to go 8.3. Ben? I think you should go, Colson, to sandwiches. <laughs> I think you should be the filling. Jack's the bread. I'm a bit bread. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the cheese. You're the cheese and ham. You're the Philadelphia to our bread. <laughs> um, I think for me, similar to what Jack said, and I guess I've said throughout, is it was really nice for... 220 and then it kind of lost a little bit and it lost a bit when he got back from Nam the first time I wasn't mm. that interested why he was there I suppose Nick because there weren't, weren't any conversations between them well there's no where's Nick where's Steve yeah, what's yeah, going on yeah. you're left as a free you've come back at one it just isn't seems to be referenced that much there were a lot of scenes like, of silence for example if which is fine but I mean come on what are we saying if 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 us three have gone off, yeah, and then only one of us has come back, yeah, and the welcome home party, imagine being at a welcome home party and people not being like any any sign of Jack. Or oh, it's a shame about Ben, but it's war. They're coming back from war, and they lost a lot of people. I almost don't think he needed to come back. I almost think he could have stayed in Saigon, chasing him, and that could have happened. And then he's got to go home and say. I tried to bring him home. Yeah, I can see that. The reorder, I can yeah. see that. There are arguments, I suppose, to say, do you stay in that three-act? I think you, you stay in Saigon as soon as he's, he's chasing him. What's happening with Steve's happening, you know, Steve, they're going down, they obviously wanted that vet storyline for him, but I think Michael stays in Saigon, chasing Nick, tries to save him, tries to help him, loses in that tragedy, and then he goes home and he has to tell them what happened. Because you never see yeah, him tell maybe, him. maybe. But I appreciate the scale of it. I appreciate it's a good film. A lot more of a film for me than I thought it was going to be, especially in that first two hours and 20. I'll go eight, which is high. Mm. Yeah, so that's me, eight, pretty high. Ben? Pretty high for you. Um, <laughs> I think this film is pretty extraordinary because I think it changes as I've watched it through the years. Bear in mind, I was born in the 70s. I've seen this film in the 80s, in the 90s, in the mm. 2000, 2010, mm. and now, mm. at my age. I get something very different from the film when I first saw it. I was really invested in the end bit. I was really invested in him coming home and seeing the desolation and what that steelworks is and what that town is and that tiny bar from what he'd seen. I thought Meryl Streep was absolutely fantastic. I thought the little bits, the walking in the hospital, Meryl Streep and De Niro in the... Her- Weirdly... For me, it wasn't the wedding and it wasn't the roulette not this the, time. Yeah. It was the end. That payoff when he's crying, cooking the eggs. Yeah, You're seeing what they've gone through. And I think for a film to be able to do that is rare. It's really rare after three hours. I quite like, weirdly, I get what you're saying about reordering and the time. Because I liked the third act, I liked the amount of time it took. Right. So I liked the third act. I was looking forward to the third act because I know what I'm going to see. Yeah. So I'm not doing any of that point five shit. It's either whether it's a nine or a ten. Ten. Do you know what? I think you could really pick holes in it. 
But I think collectively, when I think what that did to cinema, I think it's a 10. 26.3. Yeah. I don't think you'll make it again. And I don't think you'll see it again. I don't think you'd try and make it again. I don't think you'd want to make it again. No, but... Not in a... Ba- not in a... Not in like No, but that. films like that... I think films like that, that 40 years later... Yeah. ...are extraordinary. A but piece the, of art. You don't see them. The Irishman didn't work. No. Mm. You can't do that again. Cinema's changed. Yeah. But having said that, it's changed, but we're still watching it and you're still giving it a high mark. Yeah, because it's timeless. How many movies that we're reviewing, we're looking at, are timeless? A lot of the films we're picking, not many. You can't tell. Blended? I can tell, that's not timeless. It's a terrible example though, isn't it? But a terrible example. What do you mean timeless? Themes through it, that the essential way that a story's been told, Mm -hmm. you can keep coming back to. So the Vietnam War is miles away from where we are. Miles away from where Coulson is in Cass, from us. Yeah. The characters are driving you through that story. So that's the timeless part of it. I just think that that filmmaking is just one of those moments in history. Well, it's 26.3, which takes it to the top of the leaderboard, which you'll be happy with, Jack, seeing as you picked it and you love chasing your ratings. Yeah, it's... (laughs) Chasing ratings. But I really do like this film. I thought on this rewatch, I thought it would just be a a solid 10, but... I have to be true. I thought the other way. I thought when I rewatched it, I thought, ah, it's an eight. It's, it's not a, as good. It's not as and good. And I was crying at the end. Right. I'd gone. I'd completely gone. I thought, oh, this is extraordinary. Mm. So glad I rewatched it. 220 in, I was expecting 30 out of 30. But then it dipped for you. Yeah. And then what happened in the last 40 minutes gave me more holes in the first two hour 20. There we go. Next week, it is you guys at home who are picking the film for us for the first time in Series 7. But before we find out what you've got in store for us, Jack, it's hidden gem time. It's hidden gem time and... You haven't got one. No, I do. I do. But you're going to have to rent this. you got to pay real money. you got to pay real money. Rent from a streamer or go into a shop. I wish you could go into shops. Mm. It's on the Apple and it's on the Amazon. It's Triangle of Sadness. Not heard of this. You have. Well, you have, haven't you? Yeah, I've seen it, yeah. You've seen it? Not much of a hidden gem. Yeah, I've seen it. Film, show, what is it? Yeah, so his first film was Force Majeure, the one about the avalanche. Watch that. That is extraordinary. That might be on movie. It has been. The second one he did, The Circle, and this is his third one, Triangle of Sadness. It's basically a film about class, right? So you've got the super, super, super rich and the super, super poor. And how it depicts them both in the same setting is they're on a luxury cruise yeah. yacht. But you've got an Instagram influencer who's not paid for the ticket, but has to... A film or doc? It's a film. film. It's a film, right? Yeah. It's just won the Palme d'Or, hasn't it? Yeah. At Cannes. So you've got the super rich on this yacht, and then you've got the super poor working on the yacht. Yeah. And it's the class... But you can't... But there's some the clash amazing, classes. Yeah, amazing scenes. Okay. I, I won't spoil it. Don't spoil it. But it, yeah. it is very, 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 very good. Worth it's a watch. Very funny as well. Very, so it's good, very good gem. funny. Good gem. It's a very good gem. And watch it might it. be on movie. It might be. I think it, it was. It might be. But I I'll watched it. I watched it. My girlfriend watched it. The kids watched. Definitely it. Definitely worth we a rent. We loved it. Yeah. We absolutely loved Definitely it. Definitely worth a rent. Keeps you. Keeps you guessing. He's a director as well. known for doing multiple takes, like 20, 25 takes. Oh wow. Okay. And he keeps going until he gets a complete 
quite relaxed, probably quite angst-ridden performance by mm. the end of it. But he just keeps going and going and going. But it's great. Yeah, you can't really say what it's about. It's so multi-layered, isn't it? It's multi-layered, yeah. yeah. It's all about class and how people speak yeah. to each other today yeah, in today's good. society really good. type. It's good. good it's very good. And where good can you gem. find it? You can find it on Apple and you can find it on Amazon. First audience choice of the series, oh. Series 7. God help us. Okay, so... As always, we went onto our Instagram and we asked you guys for suggestions of what film we should watch this week. There were hundreds of suggestions. We piled them into the random generator and it created four films. It created an absolute <laughs> shitstorm of movie. <laughs> we put those four films into two semi-finals and believe me, this week there is some bangers. So we have got Moulin Rouge... Moulin Rouge versus Boiling Point. Yeah, Boiling Point new film. Yeah, like it. Big, big, big film last year, wasn't it? Mm. So that's semi final one. Yep. Semi final two is The Outsiders. Yeah, versus Good Night, Mr. Tom. don't even know what that is i mean tv movie i'm telling you now this is the random generator being very random because that must have been in there once yeah who's picked that's just been someone's just commented that for a laugh and the generators generators gone yeah i'll show you semi-final number one then moulin rouge versus boiling point (laughs) yeah our closest ever semi-final really yeah interesting Four votes in it. Oh. Winning. Yeah. By 0.1%. Yeah. And going into the final is Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. (laughs) It began. What is it called? Rouge. Rouge. You're going Rouge. Don't matter. Moulin Rouge. (laughs) Don't matter. Semi final number two, The Outsiders versus Goodnight Mr. Oh, Tom. Well, it's no surprise whatsoever, is, is it? it? Mr. Is it not, Turd. Isn't it? Goodnight Good Mr. Mr. Turd Tom is there. has wiped the floor with it, which means. Oh, it's the finals. Moulin Rouge and. Goodnight Mr. Turd. Our, <laughs> our final this oh, week. No. And potentially the most random film final you don't like ever Rouge. find. I really don't like him. Is Moulin Rouge versus Goodnight Mr. Mr. Tom, and next week, thanks to you guys at home, we're sitting on the sofa and we're watching. Good night, Mr. Tom. <laughs> oh, how? How? I think I've seen it. But I how? think I've seen it in school. How have people voted for that? Over. Yeah, a lot of the kids in my drama school are in it. From your drama yeah, school? Yeah, so... Your I, age? Yeah, oh. I joined Do we blame drama them? school in 98 when this film came out, and I remember a lot of the talk was... Mm, I'm in good night, I'm in good night, Mr. Tom. Mr. Tom. Mr. Tom. I'm in good You Mr. wait, Mr. he's going to be on your podcast in, like, 15 years. <laughs> yeah, can you bring one of them in next yeah. week? Yeah. Shocking. If you've enjoyed this week's episode of Sofa Cinema Club and you want more of it, you can get more by going over to www.patreon.com forward slash sofa cinema club and if you sign up to our patreon you get a shout out on the podcast just like oh. this person oh, has yeah. done we're only giving one job out this oh. week oh yeah jack can do it big job small job i think i think it's 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 quite big have we needed it for a while yeah we have definitely good definitely i mean you're going to enjoy this more than ben 
Yeah, definitely. Good. Yeah. Does it involve... Dancing. Yes, I thought yes. it might. <laughs> She's our choreographer for all of our musical numbers that we make. It's Becky Jackson. <laughs> shit. Michael Jackson's sister. Yeah, exactly. Becky Welcome Jackson. to the team, Bex. Becky. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes of Sofa Cinema Club, ad-free content, access to Instagram close friends, and much, much more. We're back here next week where we're talking all things good night, Mr. Tom. Until then, we'll see you on Monday for Sofa Cinema Club Extraterrestrial. Take it easy. But <laughs> <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.